0: Everybody good? Don't be quiet on me tonight. Thank you. <laughs> right. We are in trouble, I can tell. It's going to be a good night. I am going to read, which I have read every week, 1 Corinthians 12. I want to read 8 through 10. I want to read through the gifts. And then we're going to talk about them just for a moment, and then we'll go into something else following that. Uh, for to one is given a word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit. To an... I would have wrote that different if I was writing that, but since I didn't write the Bible, I guess we'll just keep going like it is. <laughs> to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues but one and the same spirit works all these distributing to each one individually i love that last part you might underline that as he wills they're not your gifts but they're your gifts and the purpose of your gifts is to touch other people's hearts and lives and not it's not they're they're for you but they're not for you They're his to flow through you, and that's the secret to it. I want to give the definition of all those before we move on into the rest of this. Word of wisdom, the will of God on the situation. You will at times have that inkling that you know that you know what the answer to the question is, and that's usually God flowing through you to give you the answer to somebody. Word of knowledge, there's nothing better than someone coming up to you and talking to you about life situation, then they will have the answer that they can't seem to come up with. And you know when you walked away, that wasn't me, that was God. That, those are so good. Words of knowledge, the same thing. Uh, people walk up to you and they, have, they, they know a little bit of your past. And they know presently how you're dealing with things, but they can give you the answer to help you in the future. Those are words of knowledge and they're, they're awesome. Discerning of spirits, we all have that. All you have to do is watch the news and you can tell who's, who's lying and who's telling the truth. And I'm, and I'm telling you what, there is not much truth coming forth anymore. That's like uh, my son Chris was dealing with a young man that got put in jail by the government because, did you all know that you're not any citizens? None of you are citizens? You can write the federal government and ask for a proof of citizenship, and they will send you a letter saying you are not a citizen, you are an inhabitant. Interesting. So this young man had a group of people that was fighting this because it's wrong, and he ended up in prison over it. Folks, there, the, there's... Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. But isn't it interesting, that took place back in the first constitution that got messed up, this situation, but they're using it now so all the aliens can vote because they're inhabiting the place so they can vote. <laughs> Hang on to it. It's going to get so exciting. I am so thankful that I got him and I know him because it's going to get so messed up. But it's not for us. We're going to be okay. We are okay. The power gifts, faith, i uh, I like to, I'd like to just... The definition for me is your knower knows. All of a sudden, you just know that you know that you know that you know. Elijah's a good example. He got up and he said, hey, by the way, it's not going to rain until I decide it's going to rain. He knew that he knew. He had the faith to, to speak that. Gift of healing, the, the, a given ability on a specific time to touch touch somebody and be with someone and minister to somebody and they get healed. Uh, those are those are precious moments for the people that's getting it. Uh, I can't remember which young boy my boy it was that I laid hands on. And the first time it ever happened to me. I was just in the learning phase of all of this. Because I went to a church at the time that said all these gifts have passed away. And I went to the pastor and said that I got, my eyes had got healed. That's whenever I was, had my eyes were bad and all of a sudden the Lord just fixed them. And he said, oh no, no, no. He said God doesn't do that kind of stuff now. Yes, and I thought I shouldn't be here. I know that's true, because it just happened to me. Mm-hmm. But what an awesome thing. I, and I laid hands on one of my boys, and they were burning up fever almost to the point of taking to the emergency room. And it just, I mean, totally under my hand, I just felt it just disappear. And when you have that happen to you, you go, this is real. This is real. Especially when you have the inkling to go in and do it. Then you know the Holy Spirit led you to do it. And, oh, yeah and that's why it's so important to recognize that you've got these gifts and that's why I'm going over these. The vocal gifts, prophecy, speaking with the Holy Spirit as far as edifying, exhorting, and confirmation on, on what's, you know, if somebody has a word over you in the area of prophecy, if it does, if you don't bear witness with it, just set it off the side and leave it alone. Because, somebody's not going to tell you you're going to be doing something. Like I prophesy that you're going to be a rabbit or whatever. You wouldn't bear witness for that at all. But if something had been on your heart to get involved in something in your life and then somebody come along and say, hey, you know, da 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 da." And you go, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. That's happened to me more than once. Awesome. I knew at 12 years old, though, not even... I didn't even know that I knew it. At 12 years old that I was going to be a pastor. But it took till I was 32 before I recognized what was going on. And a lot of that came through people that spoke over me. So these, these, are, these are real, real. Tongues, we talked about this last week. This is the most argued point in the Bible. But it's, it's yours. Every, what's neat about tongues is every one of you have it and can use it anytime you want to. Now, we know church time is different Our congregation is different. If you speak in tongues, then you need to interpret or make sure you know someone that's going to interpret because the Bible plainly says that. Otherwise, it says don't, don't pray and don't do it in tongues. Just prophesy. But in your own life, it builds you up. The Bible says this, not me. If you pray in the Spirit, often it builds your spirit man up more where you're more sensitive to all of these right here. You get to where, it's kind of like not putting gas in your car. Or for my car, it's like running it all day and not plug it in and get up in the morning and expect to go where I want to go. You have to continue to fill up yourself, and and that's why praying in the Spirit is so vitally important. I said all that to get into where I want to go tonight for just a few moments. Ephesians, not Ephesians, 2 Corinthians. Do I want to read that in the other one, or do I have it here? 2 Corinthians, and I know this scripture, but I want to make sure I don't miss a beat on it. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, Therefore, if any is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, did you know those that aren't Christians those that are Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, non-believers, what I just read to you in the gifts, they do not have these. You, you didn't get it or you'd be going, really? They don't have these. They don't have the fruit of the Spirit. They have false joy. They have false hope. They have what they think is real. But when you, when you really think about this, we are new creatures. The old, the old Ron, at 11 years old, up to 12, up to 12 years old, I didn't have any of this. I wasn't going to heaven. But when I got born again, I become Without any of my doings, because it 's all God, I become all I, I become the fullness of Christ. The man next to me that didn't didn't get saved still to this day doesn't have any of this. I cannot personally I cannot imagine walking through life without God i can't imagine. Because when you start recognizing that you've got all of this, it brings you to a different understanding, and, and you hear his voice clearer all the time. And the more you get in this word, and the more you're at church, the more you recognize the word, and the more you... John's not in here, so I can talk him up a little bit. I've never met anybody that knows the word and can repeat the word as much as that man can. But as as I've spent time with him, I've recognized him and his father at small ages until now did nothing but mentored each other and studied the word and prayed and memorized. Well, that's what changes this right here. And my only problem in life ever has been this right here. But when you realize who you really are in Christ and you change this right here, then when something attacks you or some, some thought comes in, the Bible tells us plainly to weigh every thought, basically. Take them captive and don't spend time with them. Put the right thought in. Put the right thing in. Knowing he's given you words of wisdom, words of knowledge, knowing. The last time I taught on James, I got a revelation. One scripture revelation on if you need wisdom, ask. I read that and I knew that and I've taught that, but I didn't have the revelation until now. So when someone says they don't have the answer, it says just ask and he'll give it to us. Non believers don't have that, folks. They, that's why the world's crazy. That's why whatever goes, whatever feels good goes. Living together is okay. And, and having sex out of marriage is okay. And, and all It's okay because everybody's doing it. Well, everybody's going to hell that's talking to you. Because they don't have the revelation on Christ. They don't, have, they don't have the understanding of what you really are. I, and not just me, we are in here that are born again. You're all born again. I know all of you. You have everything that everybody else has. You've got what Christ's got. His, his whole purpose for coming to earth was, yes, to die and be that final sacrifice, but he walked this earth trying to show his disciples, this is what you can be and do. See, it's not a, it's not a behavior change. It's a complete change. It's not I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to walk in the gifts. I'm trying to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. I'm trying to have joy. You have that already. It's just a matter of knowing that you have it. Your only thing you really need to do is spend time here, spend time here, spend time here, spend time here, and recognize that this is totally true. I was watching again yesterday on, uh, the, when they crossed the Red Sea. And they, they pretty well know exactly where it's at, a mile deep in places on the Red Sea. But they happened to cross right where water would come out of the mountains and wash sand from both sides, and that one area was more shallow, but it was still like 1,000 feet deep. But the taper, the, and they found chariot wheels down there already. And the government will not let you go down there and touch, you can't touch anything, you can just see it. But to think that we believe that, but we can't believe that all this is in us. And we can't believe that he would use us for this. And we can't believe that we would have something good to tell people. And we can't believe that we could pray for somebody and and they would be healed. And we can't believe that we can speak in tongues and build ourselves up. But that's what it says. So why can't we do it? We can do it. But we've got to know that. But... We've got a different DNA. I mean, we really do. When you're born-again Christian, things change. You are totally different. Scripture-wise, New King James, Romans 5.12 says, sin entered, sin entered the world by one man, Adam. Well, we know that. So what do you mean, Pastor? I'm a sinner? Yep, you was. But now you're a new person. You're completely changed. Another scripture that tells us uh, Romans five eighteen Adam's sin brought judgment and condemnation. It says it straight in the scripture. But then when you got born again, everything changed. And I can't. I'm going to go over this and go over this because many don't get this. You are not who you were before you got born again. You say, well, yeah, but I, I'm struggling in life, and and this has got. I'm hooked on this, and I, I I'm doing this, and I and I'm my thing here lately, and I was telling Donna, I'm trying to get rid of my luggage. Everybody here is carrying luggage. Everybody here is taking their, how they were raised, what they were around, around with them everywhere they go. When in fact, put it down and leave it alone. I was raised with five women. My dad worked seven days a week. He was never home. Scott was too young. For, he didn't come along for years. And I've still got luggage from putting up with five women. Now, you're a woman. You're going, what's wrong with that? I don't want to pick up the luggage. He said, well, Pastor, you was raised in a good family. I didn't say I wasn't, but they were women. And I'd, to get away, I would, go, I would just go in a treetop and just swing with the breeze just to get away from the house. And I would go in the woods and just walk and be there. And that was all good for me. But I still had, I still had things that come up in my mind. It's just like, ugh, oh, ugh. Oh. And I, I, I'm sorry, Donna, that you're getting involved in this. I was sharing with Donna. Because that, that's who I spend a lot of time with talking. I, I have trouble like when there's a whole lot of women. Like, like the ladies back in the back. It's hard for me to go in there. You say, well, pastor, why? Because I got luggage. <laughs> but I'm finding, now I'm, I'm just sharing my heart. I'm finding that this that I'm talking about, if you can grab this, and I'm grabbing this more all the time. I've taught it, but I've never grabbed it like I'm trying to grab it now. I am not that person that got hurt. I am not that person that took that abuse. And, and some of it wasn't abuse, but it's still, follow me. Things that got you. Mistakes you made. we And we all have them. Things that we don't know why we even did what we did, but we did it and it's in our past, but it keeps trying to haunt us. That's luggage. But when you find out you're a new creature, you say, but, yeah, but I, I, did it, I did it while I was a Christian. It doesn't matter. It's just the old man is trying to run your life. The old man's terrible. But the old man's not the real one. The real one is is the new the new person. The real one's the person that you are. First Corinthians fifteen twenty two, in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. He is who I really am. Yes I was a sinner, and yes I still make mistakes and do and we all do because of our old nature that we haven't changed yet. It's just a habit. Our old always are just habits. Or if you're running with the wrong person, you'll be just like that person. Colossians three, three says, You died to this life, you are hidden with Christ in God. Romans six, I want to read this in the New King James. Romans six three through six. You all know this one. Or do you not know that or do you not know that as many of as you were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we were buried with him. Your old self's buried. Dead. Gone. Let me go on. Baptized to the death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together with the likeness of his death, certainly we also be in likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. We make mistakes. And we sometimes get addicted to life things. But that doesn't mean you're not a Christian. That just means that you need to get back in the Word and start taking those thoughts captive. Well, I need this. And you've got to say to yourself, I don't need anything like that. That doesn't line up with the character of Christ. That's, that's like the F word. I'm just, I am blown away how that has become so common to men and women. Can you imagine Jesus standing here? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that's the old in us that are using it that should never use it. Yep. I, and when I hear a woman say it, I'm, I'm just, I'm not judging, I'm just going gag city, yep. gross. It was bad enough for men at the coal mines to talk about But when a woman uses it, it's like, are you kidding me? Is that the only way you can express your life? Is that how smart you really are? At the coal mines, some of you that work at the penitentiary, I mean, in one sentence, it was used, it's used twice at least. They can't express their self. That shows the mentality. I'm getting off something I shouldn't get off on. But that's the old us. And we, we know when we do it, it's not right. When you're around it all the time, you think, it's, you think it's, you hear it so much, you hear it so much, you end up saying it occasionally. But that's why you shouldn't be running around with all of that. But the fact is, we're, that's not us. That is not who we are. Absolutely none. See, we're, we're new creatures in Christ. We are in a new reality. We're absolutely on this earth passing through different, We're peculiar people. That doesn't make you weird. That just makes you different than the world. The world doesn't have any of what we've got. The world thinks they do. The world has false gifts and false this and false that. But we've got the stuff that's got the anointing and the grace on it that can change our life as well as anybody we come in contact with. It's it's a guarantee because it says it is. We're no longer slaves to the mind games. We're no longer slaves to the, the old memories, the old luggage that we carry. We don't have to be slave to that, and we don't have to, we, we, tend, to, we tend to have all these hurts that we've had through our life, and we tend to put up walls to protect ourselves. and all you're doing is isolating yourself from being used by God because you are worried about self. If you're carrying luggage, everybody listen, if you're carrying luggage, you're only thinking about you. And I'm guilty. I mean, well, poor me. Well, who cares about poor you? It's kind of like it's kind of like when you've got an ache and a pain. Nobody else can feel it. And it's nice to have people you can share with and they pray for you. But if you're constantly whining about this or whining about, I've got a knee hurting me right now. And I was limping. So somebody said, what's wrong with your knee? I don't know how I responded, but it, it's just, it'll be all right. Because it'll be all right. I tried to play pickleball again. My knees aren't designed for pickleball. Did what? Did you put a brace? Over no, 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 no. Well, but my point is, it's not about us. That's right. And the luggage I'm carrying is 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 hurting my relationship with other people. I can't. I've been so criticized for the past thirty four years. For me to go into a nursing home is almost like the end of the world. When I was 12 years old, I was taken to Anna State Penitentiary, you know, the mental health. I'll never forget it. I was so freaked out by what was going on that when I go into a nursing home, I'm getting to think about it. When I go into a nursing home, I get that same feeling. So I have to make myself. I had to make myself go see my father. That's luggage, mm-hmm, that's right. and I need to. Joyce Meyer had a favorite saying: "Just do it, afraid. Mm-hmm. Just go on, do it, mm-hmm. and show the enemy that." See, it's kind of like I can't criticize somebody that won't get an elevator because I won't hardly go in a nursing home. It's, it's the same thing. It's it's lying my luggage to mess up what God really wants me to be. And I'm trying to help you tonight, but to do that, you've got to recognize, recognize that, that you are great. <laughs> Jesus told the disciples, so good on the chosen, I want you two to go this way, and you two to go this way, and, you, and, and, and do what? <laughs> well, I can't do that. I'm a fisherman. I can't do that. I collect the taxes. No, you're no longer that anymore. You're me now, and you go. And that's what you are. You're not, your identity is not in your job. Your identity is not in in your person. Your identity is in Christ. And you are a Christian. So to be a Christian, then, you need to relax in your place. Don't work yourself up. Just just love God. Just thank Him all day for everything He's doing in your life. Pray in the Spirit. And watch what He does on your job site. Watch what He does. I, I... I'm so blown away in how Chris is being used where he's at right now. We were talking, this morning we were talking to him on the phone. And I said, how many, just how many people did you get to talk to today? Five. I said, and I know that he talks to four to five people, inmates, every day for an hour. I said, I couldn't talk to the people in my church four or five every day and hear their problems. <sighs> But he's using the gifting that's in him he, he, he's, he's got this down to have sanity he knows God told him I will, I, you will walk out of that prison he knows it's coming 14 years later he still knows it's coming but because he knows who he is he said I'm not an inmate and I'm not treated like an inmate because I'm not an inmate being used all the time we can do the same thing in your job where you work where you go don't be a complainer don't be a griper don't be a grumbler don't talk about don't talk about don't talk about the establishment don't don't come against the leadership don't speak that that's what you do in the world when you're on the job what's the boss want done just do it and do it to the best of your ability because you're not working for him you're working for christ But it all goes back to knowing who you are. God knows every place I go and everything I'm going to do. And when I I first got this revelation at the mines, and the boss would tell me to go run this piece of equipment, well, he knew I would do anything he told me. So I most of the time ran junk because everybody else complained. But yet every time I would just say, yes, sure, I'll do it. Something took place that day or that week or that season I was in with that piece of equipment that I had an opportunity to, to share my love for Christ to somebody that I was working with. God knows where you're at. It's the same with every job that everybody here goes on. If you walk in a, in that, that knowing of who you really are, you'll hold your head up, and you'll just be and do whatever God's got you doing because... Every season changes. Oh, I found that out. Every season changes. It changes and it changes and it changes. I want to read in the Passion, because this is so... Let me see if this is... Galatians, everybody knows this stretch. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Now, this is the old guy. This is every... Listen to me. This is everybody that is not born again. This is us sometimes, but this is everybody that's not born again. It says, the behavior of the self-life is obvious. Sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, sense of arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, anger, quarrel, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, being envious of of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and all similar behavior. You say, well, well, I'm doing some of that, you're saying. Then you're letting the old self rule your life, and all it will bring is destruction. Could you, just some of these, could you imagine your whole life spending it every day trying to manipulate people, to get your way. It'd be exhausting, because you're not built for that. But you're so self-centered, and this is one of the things that's in here. And I could go to each one of these and we could talk about them, but Pornography, it's everywhere now. That's my only fear with this Super Bowl party, is the, the junk that goes on between the game. Why? Because that's the world. Does, does that mean we should stop doing what? No, but we've got to we've got to be sensitive enough to know that this this is the way the world lives. I'm not judging them because they don't ha- they don't know any better. See, if you don't, if you're not born again, if you don't have Christ, you've got no monitor, and you are just what I read. And to do those things is just a normal what everybody does. And you get with others to do it, and it's just what we do. And we're having so much fun, and you gratify your flesh, but you never, ever listen to me, you're never satisfied if it's flesh. Never. That's why pornography and all the sexual sins get bigger and bigger and bigger because you are satisfying the wrong man. That man's there. That man sitting on your shoulder talking to you all the time. That man, that man tell you you're having fun and you may be. But it only lasts a season, and you're planting seeds that you're gonna you're gonna reap the stuff that happened. You all you always reap what you sow. I'm talking about the old. But see, you're not that. That's the old you, and it goes into the the next part goes into who you really are. I don't have time to get into that, but we recognize that. When you recognize who you really are, see what you gotta do is you gotta reprogram. That's why you are at church are a step ahead of the ones that aren't. The ones that just show up on occasions, they're they're blessed and they're okay, but I'm telling I'm telling I've been in this 34 years. The ones that aren't feeding, whatever dog you feed is gonna be the strongest. And if you feed this this stuff that I just read, it's going to get so powerful, it's going to pull you down. And and you can't help it. That's why, that's why the world that's out there running up and down the highway right now that is never in church and never don't know what church is, they're dying and don't even know it. They're committing suicide and don't even know why. They're suffering. And and it's so hard to tell them. The answer is Christ. The the answer is get saved. And then let him follow, be, be, you know, I I get so tickled. We've got a thing on our billboard now. And it says, if God is your co-pilot, change seats. Because so many bumper stickers had that. God is my co-pilot. Are you kidding me? The co-pilot is not flying. He's just sitting there. (laughs) See, we've got to be so immersed in the word of God that our thoughts are quickly adjusted when we have a wrong thought. My waking up at three o'clock and things not going my way and I'm sitting there thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, dumb, dumb, dumb. The answer's right here. The answer's right here in every situation and circumstance. I happened to watch Kyle Winkler today with a couple of things that he was expressing and he, w- he was just sharing that. He said, I, w- I was in fear of going to this meeting And he said, I recognize, no, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he said, he just kept, every time we would come up, he would just, no, I'm not afraid. God's going to give me what he wants me to say, and I'm not concerned what I say. I'm just going to go to the meeting. And he says, I went in. It didn't go like a one, but he said, everything doesn't go like a one. That's another scripture, folks. You all recognize that when you get upset about something, it's only because you don't get your way? Then you start the manipulating and getting your way and you start backstabbing other people to get your way and you start because you're insecure and oh my goodness, folks, the answer's right here. The answer's right here. We gotta reprogram. Well it tells us that. Romans twelve two. Oh, let's read in the Passion. I have never I don't I've read in the Passion, but I don't remember exactly how it's. I love the Passion Bible, folks. You probably all know that by now. Twelve two. Oh, oh this is good. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through the total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. That's good. Quit trying to solve your problem by the way the world is doing it. Quit... (laughs) Quit thinking about it. When you've got a problem, just think the answer on the problem. That's what builds faith. That's what builds you up. Just speak speak, speak to the problem. Speak to your health. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. How many times should you say that when you're sick? 24-7, constantly. God, thank you that you've healed my body. Thank you that you've taken care of me. You say, well, Pastor, you just went through cancer. I know. But I didn't quit saying it. And I'm okay now. He said, well the world did it. No, the world didn't do it. He did it. He designed everything. Well the, the doctor give you medicine. Who designed the medicine? <laughs> Folks without doctors, we'd probably all be dead. Because we don't have the faith to stand on what the word really says about us. But when you start finding out who you really are, when you start recognizing who you really are, your whole life changes. Galatians 5, 5, the behavior of the self-life is obvious, I read that, we don't want to go over that again, let me get on down where I'm going. Galatians 2.20, everybody knows this one. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Did you hear that? That's the new you. I've been crucified with Christ. He lives in me. He lives in me. He talks to me. He directs me. He guides me. He is me. I, I make mistakes and I sin. That's my old nature. And I can't help from that at times. But that's not really me. When I make a mistake, that's not really me. Not, not the real me. The real me says, I'm not doing that again. The real me, my conscience goes, oh, why did I do that? Why was I so selfish? Why did I, why did I say something smart to somebody? What are you trying to prove? Do you ever think about it? We ought to go, Maybe I'll go through that. Maybe we'll just walk through real slow. Just the fruit of the Spirit. Oh, if we could live that every day. But we can. Because that's who we really are. That's the person that we really, really are. We are that person. Romans 6, 11 says. You also consider yourself to be dead to the power of sin. And alive to God through Christ Jesus. Ecclesi- Ezekiel. I'm going to read this. And we're going to close. Ezekiel. I love it. Now we're, we're talking way back. This is what was prophesied over every one of you. I will give you. In the New Living Translation. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. I, like that. I love that. God was saying through Ezekiel, when I come and do the work with Christ, this is what's going to happen. See, think about that, folks. Everybody in the Old only had the Spirit when God put the Spirit on them. Otherwise, they lived in the natural Adam-cursed body. And before the law, they didn't even know they did anything wrong. That's why the law was brought into effect. But we are in a generation, we're in a dispensation where Christ died for us and all we got to do is believe He died and rose again and that. Split second, probably quicker than that, we totally changed. My DNA changed. My attitude changed. My actions started changing. My heart started changing. Everything started changing. My forgiveness come along. I'm still working on that. Everybody here probably is. But it's all because he's in us, and we we know it is. And when something happens to you, you automatically go, no, I I can't carry that. That's going to be more luggage, and I don't need any more than I've got. I was fancy. I got mine on wheels now so I can roll more around than I used to but that's even dumb. So I'm going to forgive. Immediately, just not talk about it to anybody. I'm just going to let it go. Had a situation just the other day where a person didn't avoid me. Just totally avoided me and went went someplace else. Well, maybe they didn't avoid me. Maybe they needed to talk to somebody else but my mind said, huh, Look what she did. What did I do with that thought? For a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what I should do always? No. Know God knows every situation, every circumstance. My my trust has to be in Him. No matter what I walk through in life. Did I want my grandkids and my daughter-in-law to get killed and get murdered? Of course not. Did I want my son to go to prison? Of course not. Did I want this? Did I want that? Did I want? Of course, some things. No. But guess what? The word says the transforming power told me everything that went on in your life I will make for good. Well, but I haven't seen good in all of it. But you will. But I have in a lot of it. Crazy as that is, you you mean? You mean Chris is better off now? You wouldn't believe the different person he is now and who I am now. Why? Because I know what this says, so I've got to, you've got to know who you are and know your DNA change, and you've got to remind yourself all the time. No, I'm not going to get mad. That's only my old selfish, my own way. I'm gonna let it go, let God take care of it, and He always does. And I've always said this: I think God's got it backwards. Just about the time I figure out life, I'm dead. It's no—it's the same with raising kids. You can't—you're so young and so immature and you're raising kids and then just when you get it figured out that's why you love your grandkids because you can just yeah. love them and do what you should have done to your kids you do to your grandkids yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is the answer to your life folks right here yep. this is the answer father we thank you you have placed in us when you really think about it, unbelievable gifting to think that we could have wisdom beyond wisdom. To think that we could have knowledge beyond knowledge. To think that we could discern the spirits that are invading and taking over things. To think, Lord, just that, that we could have the ability to lay hands on somebody and they will. They will be healed. To think that we can walk in life and a miracle could just take place right in front of us. All of it, Father. All of that you've placed in us and you changed our DNA to the place where that's active and available all of the time in our life. Help us to just relax as a Christian and watch God do the work in our lives. And we thank you for our Father. We trust in you in all situations and circumstances. And thank you that we're going to overcome whatever we're battling right now because you've got us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Call you blessed. You've got two minutes to love on somebody.